0: Hey, it's the Kentucky guy and thank you so much for listening to against the mat wrestling podcast here at against the mat wrestling podcast. We talk about past present and future wrestlers and promotions. So yeah, I'm so glad that you've joined us as for myself. I've been watching wrestling off and on for over 25 years and I find much enjoyment into it. I have a whole lot of knowledge and uh, you know, I kind of. I kind of see where some things can be changed and some things are great, right? But anyways, once again, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And be sure to click subscribe or follow no matter where you're listening to us from. We're on all platforms, Spotify, Google, Apple, Comcast, uh, Amazon Music, and it goes on and on. So check us out here at Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast. Enjoy the show. Thank you. and welcome to Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast. Hey, I'm your host, the Kentucky Guy. I hope everybody is having a fantastic Monday. Uh, It is beautiful here in the great state of Kentucky. And, uh, yeah, so uh, what a time, what a time, what a time to be a wrestling fan. So if you're joining us for the first time, uh, be sure to uh, hit follow or subscribe. Uh, This channel is now on all major platforms, including iHeartRadio, Pandora, and many more in Amazon Music. Uh, That's always one I like to mention as well. So be sure to check us out. We do drop new episodes here every Monday and Friday. Uh, Also, if you missed uh, the last episode, we do have a brand new uh, co-host, Don Mattingly. Uh, He was not able to be here tonight, but he will be back with us uh, on Friday's episode. Uh, Also, for those of you that like the current news Uh, political part of the shows i do host another show the red pill current news podcast we drop new episodes we're also on every major platform we drop new episodes there uh every uh sorry about that uh every uh wednesday and saturday so uh you get a chance to check it out and uh yeah so also if you ever want to be a guest or you have any questions or comments for the show you can always email us at o l Kentucky, 99, at Yahoo.com. All right, so let's get to our special guest today. I would like a big, warm welcome uh, to the show. Uh, ex- he's an executive director of Autism Rocks and Rose Corporation, uh, Mr. Sam Mitchell. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you. But, yeah, I'm a big wrestling fan myself.
1: I've worked since I was six.
0: That's fantastic, man. Uh, Yeah, why don't you, uh, Sam, go ahead and uh, uh, give the uh, audience, since this is your first time here, a little bit of background about yourself.
1: All right. So what I do is I run a podcast on autism On and it's about autism and how we cope with daily struggles that you may or may not understand. I ran it since October 2019. I've had big guests on the show, such as Dr. Temple and professional wrestler Mick Foley. But I've had other wrestlers, actually, like Rob Van Dam, Raven, and Al Snow. Oh, but wow. he's been a big hobby of mine I it since I was six. I found it like any other fan, really, just scrolling through the channels because I have nothing on TV. But little did I know, Monday Night Raw was on, him I'm in love with it.
0: Wow, that's amazing. And you've had Rod Van Dam and Mick Foley on your show. Uh, man, you're going to have to, after this show, you're going to have to tell me your secret. That's fantastic. Uh, the secret,
1: honestly, is asking their their publicist. One, well, we'll Mick a sure connection previously, but RVD was honestly just Facebook Messenger and asking.
0: Wow, that's that's. And he, you know, he's always seemed like uh, a pretty cool guy. So yeah, I can I can understand that definitely. Uh, okay, all right, man. Yeah, so it sounds like you started watching wrestling about the uh, same age as I did. Uh, let me ask you a couple questions here. What do you think? Uh, do you what do you think wrestling's better now or worse now or what? Because there, there's been a big change in the last 15 years.
1: Yeah, I definitely think the Attitude Era the best era of them all. I would never that's what I always believe. But I think each era
0: has its own
1: part and benefits but it also has its cost
0: and it's and it's rewards. Yep. Yep. Makes perfect sense. Uh, okay. And then, uh, so what, what are your thoughts about, uh, the new, uh, head of creative, uh, in WWE? Uh, we started seeing some effects on that, uh, with some of the, uh, like, uh, Karrion Kross coming back on raw or on SmackDown and, uh, uh, you know Bailey and her faction. So he's definitely starting to move things, move and shake things for the WWE. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, my thoughts are this, honestly. I think it's a great idea, but the issue is you can't move everyone. You got to pick and choose. But I do like that he's giving them a chance that they haven't deserved. Or haven't earned, but haven't gotten.
0: Right. Exactly. Um, yeah, and I you know you're you're spot on on that and uh carrying cross uh shoe man he uh he was dominant in NXT and then uh when they brought him over to WWE I, I i don't know what happened there they dropped the ball uh it's the same thing that i'll never forget uh them actually letting uh adam cole leave uh the company i i thought that was crazy it was crazy it was definitely crazy
1: but We also make crazy decisions on live, and I think probably that was one of them. And like we said, we're making mistakes, and WWE has made some mistakes before, and that was one of them.
0: Yep, yep. Uh, And I agree with you. Um, So, do you watch uh, AEW also, or you just watch WWE, or what what other promotions do you watch?
1: AEW AEW occasionally, but mainly WWE.
0: Okay, yeah, and that's, and that, you know, that's actually pretty common, right? Uh, I actually, to, to kind of give you my background on wrestling a little bit, uh, I, uh, been watching it, I started watching it very, very, about your, about five or six, I actually started watching it with my mom. She loved it, <laughs> uh, when I was growing up. And, uh, so, about, uh, ten years ago, I'd say, uh, it just, it just got boring. It was repetitive. Uh, it was John Cena every single night, and uh, I just I give I just stopped watching it completely. I would tune into New Japan every once in a while, but really, I mean, and and you're talking about a die. I mean, I've been to live shows. I'm a die. I was a die-hard wrestling fan, and I just I was so sick of all the politics and the PG era, I guess you could call it. And then AEW came to town a few years ago. And, uh, I started hearing all this stuff, and I, and I knew Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks because, uh, I've always been a fan of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And, uh, I tuned in, and, uh, they're really why, uh, I got back into wrestling and, and watching it so much. Uh, in WWE, I have to give them credit where credit's due. They have changed their formatting. This is even before Triple H took over Creative. They have changed the formatting since, uh, to the, to the better, in my opinion. I still think that uh, they've got a lot of work to do in their female division uh, in pro wrestling and uh, also with uh, the indie world. I think they need to start partnering more. uh, And I think Vince McMahon always had this rule. uh, He's not sending his guys anywhere. You can't go to New Japan. You can't go to uh, Impact or what have you. I think Triple H is going to approach that, and Stephanie McMahon is going to approach that completely different. What do you think about that?
1: I could see them potentially doing cross shows, like WWE versus AEW, you get Roman Reigns versus John Moxley. I could see that happening with them in control. I think Vince McMahon was just just partially a little greedy, and I think he was just like, "Do you stay to me, I don't want this brand to get through?"
0: Yeah, um, yeah, and I I I can't see them as long as he's a majority shareholder. Uh, I can't see them actually partnering partnering with uh, AEW, but I can see them uh, partnering with maybe New Japan Pro or even MLF, uh, maybe even Impact. AEW has actually given uh, WWE kind of a run for its money, and uh, and I think it's great. And I'll tell you why I think it's great. It's not that they have this superior product. They actually have too much talent right now, and they need to do a few things on the AEW side. They need to... Uh, split the brands and and uh, make a rampage a two-hour show rather than one. But but anyways, besides all that, I think it's great for the wrestlers because now they have an. Used to there was no opportunity. You're either going to wrestle for the WWE or you're going to go to independent and make a lot less money. Now AEW has put that competition there, and uh, I think it's a lot better. You know, we've seen Cody Rhodes. Uh, he's actually come back. Uh, I look for uh, Matt Cardona, who used to be uh, Zack Ryder. Uh, he is the world champion for the NWA uh, Wrestling Federation. And uh, I look for him to come back one day, but not as Zack Ryder as actual Matt Cardona. He has really uh, turned himself around, and I don't really think he got the proper chance either. So that's one of the things that I like about these shows is these guys can go away and uh, work on their craft and then come back and blow us away. Look at Drew McIntyre. You know, he was the chosen one, just couldn't cut it. Uh He left for a while. Same thing with Bobby Lashley. They both went to Impact, and uh they come back, and now they're both superstars in the WWE.
1: They really are. That is kind of the good thing about wrestling is you can evolve and make yourself better. That's one of the cool parts about wrestling is, yeah, you make it second kind heck of a wimp for a little bit, but you're saving it for the better part
0: yeah absolutely and uh and I think <clears throat> that's one area uh where Vince McMahon was a genius uh he knew when to pull the plug uh sometimes he pulled it here lately <laughs> prematurely but he knew when to uh when to pull a plug when it just wasn't going to work the only time I've seen him not give up on something and just cram it down our throats and cram it and then finally it worked uh was Roman reigns uh boy, oh boy, they tried to push Roman Reigns on us for years, uh, and nobody wanted him as a as a babyface.
1: That, that was a problem with Vince, I think, is he liked to cram things down our throats. Look at 2019. You had a deal instead of Becky Lynch, who they wanted clearly. Yeah, a deal with Charlotte Flair. When you look at 2019, they, we wanted Kofi Kingston, or the majority did. Yet we got Kevin Owens.
0: Yeah. Uh, right. Now, I, I like Kevin Owens. And then,
1: hold on, I'm not done yet. There, we got another cramp with Theory, which was the stupidest cramp I ever seen.
0: Yep. I, and I think that's, I think that's done. The Theory thing, I think his run is done.
1: I hope so, but I hate that fact that the money the bank hasn't ruined because of him. And I hate it because Theory may not be a bad guy in real life
0: well i actually uh i had a um gentleman on here he was a former uh pro independent wrestler who actually uh knows theory personally and uh thinks a lot of him and he said that theory actually uh uh, uh has got a lot of the uh indie wrestlers in georgia he's making it a thing again these guys are starting to believe again because uh where he's at in the w w e so i now one thing about theory is uh, he plays his role very well because he's, we're supposed to love to hate him, right? That's what he is, so. And he plays it very well. I'll give you that. Yeah. Maybe we
1: will make it with like the Miz.
0: <laughs> uh, what do you think about Logan Paul? Uh, I didn't think that he would make it as a uh, baby face, but wow, he got quite a few cheers at SummerSlam.
1: Yeah, I wasn't for sure. I still think Logan Paul's a better bad guy. That's just my personal opinion as a heel, but we'll give it a try as a baby face. But based on what I've seen before and SummerSlam, and I'm not just talking about WrestleMania, I'm talking about WrestleMania through SummerSlam, he was the better heel. But that's just me.
0: Yeah, I, I understand completely. Um, he uh, I, and I said this. I said at SummerSlam that he was going to get booed because they were trying to force him as a baby face. And, uh, uh, Miz would be getting cheered. It actually was opposite. I was actually wrong on that. Um, because Logan Paul makes a better heel. That's all he's ever been on social media. And that's what we know him for. And, but I watched that, uh, I don't know if he had a chance to watch his podcast, Impulse. He had Triple H on there. And, uh, they kind of talked about it. And it was very interesting. Uh, and Triple H knew that he would be, uh, that he could, uh, Pull the hill off, no problem. But he wanted him to pull it off as a baby face. And uh I I think he came through. I really do, I have to admit that. As bad as I hate to. I mean,
1: he he gave it a try. I think maybe we'll give it a shot. We just gotta give it more time.
0: Yeah, and uh I, I tell you what, he's got skills, man. He he really as when it comes to wrestling and physical, he's a he's a beast. Uh if he puts his mind to it. I think he could be in the business for a long time.
1: I think you're right.
0: He uh I mean he that jump off the top rope and put uh put Miz through that table. I you know, this is this dude's second match. What's he doing? <laughs> what's he doing? He's trying to be Jeff Hardy on his second match. I thought it was a yeah, or awesome.
1: man if you think about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh so now do you prefer the older wrestlers or the newer ones?
1: I mean it's different each day. I think I think it just depends on what I'm in the mood for. I mean some new wrestling is good or to remind you of the old days. But then some old wrestling is just too better.
0: Yeah, wow. Yeah, I, I think so. And uh I think one thing that we need to turn around and change in this new age is I think that uh the moves have to matter more, like the finishers. Uh I mean Brock Lesnar you know, F fiving somebody five times and them kicking out. That takes away from the whole finisher. And that is pretty disappointing. And not just him, I mean, I've seen it over and over, I've seen Seth Rollins, who I think is one of the best wrestlers in the game right now. Uh I've seen him hit a curve stomp on Edge and, you know, Edge end up winning the match. We gotta make the moves the finishing moves at least, uh, more impactful. I
1: would agree with that statement.
0: Yeah, and I and you know the only thing I uh now I like the new the new re, the new age wrestlers uh because of the of the moves. Um you know uh I the uh you know leg drop by Hulk Hogan <laughs> that would never work today. Uh and uh but, you know he had the charisma to pull it off and to make it you know make it over uh Randy Savage who was fantastic. Uh you know his elbow from the top rope I mean, we see that two or three times in a match now. So, uh, it's definitely changed quite a bit when it comes to the moves. But they need to get back to making at least these good, you know, these great moves, uh, you know, mean something. I would agree
1: with that. Totally. Because each move is different. And I don't like it when multiple wrestlers use the same finishing move. Like when they use the spear, it's like spear versus spear. Because my friend it is not good because honestly we know it's gonna end with a spear and just take away the effectiveness of it.
0: Yep, I agree. Uh they they should have a uh, finisher and at least two signatures uh, that they can end the match on if they need to. You're absolutely right. And uh, uh, the uh the greatest finisher right now, in in my opinion, I have to give it to Jay Lethal, man. That Lethal injection uh, is just something else. What, what what do you think? What's your favorite finisher right now?
1: Probably the favorite finisher right now. Uh-huh. I
0: mean,
1: it's probably one of my favorite movies in wrestling is the mandible claw.
0: Oh, interesting! Wow. Okay. Uh, we don't uh, we don't see that anymore, really. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it was called the claw, and then Mick Foley changed it to the mandible claw. Yeah.
1: Yeah, or any, any, like, claw moves, like, are seen very effective, or unique, in it, works for me. That's why I like any unique moves.
0: Yeah, so you, so you kinda like the power guys more than the, uh, like the luchadors.
1: Yeah. No, I like the strikers. Like, kicks, the punches. Like, you're in a brawl, mode. And right. the hardcore. The brawlers and the hardcore are probably, like, my favorite type of styles.
0: So, have you ever watched any of the old ECW videos? I haven't yet. I need to. That's right up your alley, brother. You need to take time and uh just check it out, because I'm sure you're a member of Peacock and WWE, where they bought out ECW. They've got them all on there. And, uh boy, you like hardcore. Right there you go, man. <laughs> yeah. I think you'll like that. Yeah,
1: I, hear you. I mean, I've seen clips of it. And times I'm like, damn. Poor
0: dang." <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I used to... Uh, I remember a time when ECW was first on the air, and they were broadcasting out of Paul Heyman's uh, uh, garage, his, actually his mom and dad's basement, and they were broadcasting out of there, and I had to get, right. I was man, I was little, I was young, I had this little bitty TV, and I had to get to it, and all you could get was snow on it, because they didn't have very good reception, uh, ECW, and I could just hear the matches and not really be able to watch it. but. I was really man. I, I even at that age, I remember I was like, "Whoa, this is this is different." <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if you get a chance uh, uh, and get a chance to watch a couple of their pay-per-views on there, uh, I highly recommend them because they're very good. And they've got some. You'll see some people on there that uh, are wrestling now that uh, go by different names and uh, actually look completely different.
1: Yeah, I've seen that before. At WCW and ECW. Yeah, and a little quick clips obviously
0: Yeah, they uh they used to uh they used to do that a little bit too much. <laughs> They'd uh go from one show to the other, especially WCW to WWE or vice versa. And uh I the only thing that I didn't they I didn't care for was uh like one night Razor Ramon would be on WWE and then the very next night he'd be Scott Hall on WCW. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) And like we're supposed to believe, you know, it kind of took away from the, uh, oh, you know, this is real aspect of wrestling when they started doing that.
1: Yeah.
0: So uh, I I noticed when uh, we were talking about you coming on the show, uh, you said you actually got to announce uh, at a wrestling event. Can you tell us a little bit about that? That sounds super. That's something I've always wanted to do. Sounds super exciting.
1: Not once, but twice.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, tell us about both of them.
1: I will. So, initially, it happened with the wrestling podcast themselves. And it was called um, Gonzalez Wrestling Radio. And they're wrestling fans, too. Well, what I didn't know about them was they were commentating for not WWE, sadly, but for local wrestling shows. And because I knew the boons, and because of how much knowledge I had of it, I got invited to commentate and share my knowledge. Also state some of the wrestlers. So i got to get signed, got watch some of the cool matches. And I mean, a lot of the independent wrestling shows like in the gym are sometimes way better than the actual matches you see on TV.
0: Yeah. I've been to a few of those shows you're talking about in the gyms, uh, Actually the uh I went to one uh well I've been to several but uh I went to one and that's the fir- my first actual uh live wrestling event uh it was in a gym at a high school and uh the Rock and Roll Express was there uh and uh it wasn't WWE or anything like that it was an independent show but it had like Jim the Anvil Nightheart on there uh it had uh Brutus the Beefcake Barber back then and uh, I was just amazed, man. It's completely different uh, watching it live and then uh, watching it on television.
1: Me too. And I just thought, like, some of the matches, like, he's going he's to headline a WrestleMania. Because some of these matches, I think, I don't remember the names, but that match was better than the tag team match, of uh, the Street Profits versus Andre and Angel Garza.
0: Okay, yeah. Now, were these all independent guys, or was there anybody there from, like, the, the pros, that, or used to be on the pros?
1: Um, let me On the wrestling show, From the first one, there wasn't. The second one, there was some little guy who I didn't hear much. Elijah the Pope. I, I heard much of, him, I didn't hear much of him. I've seen, like, clips of him here and there, but I didn't hear much of him. So that's the closest I got to that one. And that one was for a local charity event. To do. I think some kid had MPS is what it stands for some form of disease, I think. And that was his show, though. It was awesome. I think it's supposed to air tonight at eight, actually.
0: It's going to air tonight with uh, you commentating or.
1: I think so. Oh, that's awesome, Neil. it's awesome. It's either it's either six or eight. I can't remember. I think eight, though.
0: Like uh, eight p.m. Eastern time. Yep. Hey man, that's pretty cool. What uh, do you know? Like, what uh, are they going to be on any streaming services where the audience can check that out? Or uh,
1: if you go to GWR like studios, I'm sure it would be there on YouTube. And you find the show, which is DCCW, then I'm probably there. But I'm also at one which is called GWR The Summit and uh. Greenfield, Indiana. I got to commentate there, but then this one was in Muncie.
0: This one here was GWR as well.
1: Yeah, both of them are GWR. These these guys are like these guys are like my commentary family, man. They included me when honestly they included me when they didn't have to. Hey, you know uh
0: yeah man uh in any business especially in a entertainment business in a sports business like wrestling uh everybody has had that you know that hand reached out to them to get them to the next level and uh it sounds like you are on my way my friend that sounds very awesome and i'll uh so guys check out gwr studios and gwr the summit on youtube and uh let's support uh sam and uh and uh, check out these uh, independent stars.
1: I'm the main guy for GWR. I'm just associated with it here and there. The main guys are Chris D. Gonzalez and Tony Gonzalez, who are just amazing human beings.
0: Okay, fantastic. Uh, Gonzalez, I wonder if they're uh, related to that former Gonzalez the Giant. <laughs> Maybe, who knows. Right. Uh, okay, so uh, tonight's Raw is coming up. And, uh, we have a, uh, the main event is, uh, Bobby Lashley defending his United States title, uh, versus, uh, Ciampa. Uh, wanted to get your take on this before the, uh, episode ended today. What do you, who do you think, or uh, what's your prediction? The Almighty. Champa.
1: it's not his time yet. Okay. I think okay. he has potential, and I think he can be a big guy in the, or a big star. But in my opinion, it's
0: not his time. He needs to get get rid of the Miz first. I agree. I agree 100%. But I do like him getting an opportunity. And, yeah, he needs to break away from the Miz. I'm sure that was a Vince McMahon creative idea. Uh, For some reason, Vince just didn't give the guys, when they got called up from NXT, the proper uh, push. But Ciampa, I think, he will get the proper push because I know that uh, Triple H deeply respects him. And uh, you're absolutely right. I think he will. Bobby Lashley, though, is uh, he, he should actually be the world champion on Raw. Uh, they need to split. In my opinion, they need to split those belts back up. Uh, what do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I liked when they did that, to be honest with you, because of, one, it gave you a main prize to fight for on each show and another main prize, so it made it interesting. Everyone had a preference, but two... The Survivor
0: Series. When they did the Champion versus Champions, that was pretty awesome. Yep. Yes, it was. And, uh, the, here's the thing you, you have, you need your champion at least on every other show. And we went weeks without anybody. I know he was on there last week, but we went weeks without Roman Reigns. And I, I know Roman's looking at other stuff and he's wanting to do movies and all this crap. But, uh, they knew that before, uh, he, th- they, before he won them at uh, WrestleMania, and uh, they still went the same way with it, knowing he couldn't be at both shows all the time or even half the time. So, uh, yeah, yeah, they need to split.
1: It could have been at the same. It kind. Of, I'm not encouraging Vince. I can't believe I'm saying it, but it's kind of a partial smart idea because Roman, as of right now, kind of reminds me of Andre the Giant back in the 1980s, where you couldn't. Put him on every show. I think you got to build his attraction, in, in a sense. If that makes any sense?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. It makes perfect sense. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying that. Uh, uh, it's, uh, yeah. it's it's hard. like
1: each week it's like oh cool, oh cool, oh cool, and then you lose the claps. And he's not a big star, and we're getting the jam, the throat jam down again. But if you put him on every other show, or you know on Occasionally, it's like an attraction. It's like your beloved villain coming to town.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And they do, they do, the commentators do a very good job of, uh, you know, when the tribal chief is at the show, uh, building it up. So, you know, I can definitely appreciate that as well. Alright, so, uh, Sam, before we go, do you have any, uh, social media that you want to, uh, promote out there or anything else you want Uh, to say?
1: I'm a wrestling fan, but I'm always mainly about Autism Rocks and Rolls. You can find me on Podbean and any other, your favorite media platform. I have a website, autismrocksandrolls.com, and that will tell you what I do. But I'm always saying that I appreciate you for having me on, man, but just get involved with the autism spectrum because it can be a lovely, a lovely journey with hidden talents that you may not have thought of before.
0: Yeah, man. Well said. Absolutely. So once again, guys, uh, that is uh, Sam Mitchell. He is the uh, executive director of Autism Rocks and Rows. Uh, be sure to check that out. Uh, also, be sure to check us out. We will be back Friday. Uh, this has been Against the Match Wrestling Podcast. I've been your host, uh, the Kentucky Guy. You guys have a wonderful day. Yeah.